I'm gonna. Bye. I'll be right back. I'm open my window. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Dylan. <laughs> I said I'll be right back. Uh, um, welcome, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, we're, we're sans Jan today. He's got family in town, so he's yep. out, uh, entertaining the fam. Um, we wanted to say, uh, that Jan is having a birthday soon and we wanted to say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jan. Um, yeah, I don't know what else we could do to make it special for Jan. I, I would say we f- we call him and make him have to say something on the podcast, but we know how that's gone in the past. Whoever so. edits will have some like fanfare or something like free. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Jan's, Jan's birthday. Um, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Mark. I'm Darius. And I'm Dylan. Are we in the pod? We're we're doing it? We're in the pod. We're I, went, don't, oh, you I, think the been, I think we've been in the pod I don't know when we're, I don't like this, like, we're online. <laughs> Are we in the pod? I don't like the official, I need an official start time. I did the welcome. That was the, uh, we're yeah, so now welcome. we're in the pod, officially. Yeah. Okay. We were in the pod before, though, because we said happy birthday to Jan. Yeah, we, we did? Did I miss yeah. that? Oh, you were opening the window. Come on, guys. We're supposed to do that together. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't specify which day was his birthday, though, just in case. I can any specify scam- what day his there's birthday any scammers is. on here trying to like <laughs> right. get our if they already have his they already have his social security number yeah. and his mom's maiden name. We're gotcha. not going to give him the third piece to that puzzle. Right, you know? right. Well, happy birthday, Jan! Now that they did it without me, <laughs> yeah, you're a little late, Dylan, with the, yeah. with the happy birthday. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go open my window again. <laughs> How many windows does he have? <laughs> so, um, many windows. <laughs> so in honor of Jan, um, I'm going to shit on him real quick because <laughs> I was thrown under the bus last week. Um, <laughs> Saying that you just didn't like. Uh, no. So <laughs> data. So last. So, oh, yeah. That- so last week or uh, Friday ish of last week, Jan goes, hey, buddy, um, you picked me up from the airport when I flew back from Atlanta. I owe you lunch. Why don't we go out and get some lunch? So we went and we had a really nice lunch. Afterwards, he goes, come on back to my house. We'll watch the episode for the pod. Even though you're not going to be here, you're not going to be on the, on the show. We'll watch the episode. So we watched the episode and watched it, had a great time. I made a comment (laughs) that was then taken wildly out of context (laughs) and just dropped as a bomb in the middle of, and you guys, hold hold on. Mark, can we guess what your original uh, like meaning and comment was before it got taken out of hand? You can. Okay. So, but what Jan said was, <laughs> yes, Jan said, um, Mark hates data or something. Mark, he said something Mark, to the extent of Mark thinks data is the worst, the worst character. character, the worst character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Basically he said, he said, like that. you can quote Mark said I could quote him yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I did say. He could say on the pod that I that. So I think Mark's comment was, uh, you, you know, you can you can say this on the pod. You can quote me on this. That I think Data was the worst character in this episode. I didn't like Data's character in this episode. Um, I think that Mark said <laughs> you can quote me on this. I think he said verbatim. I think Data's the worst character in Star Trek. <laughs> That's what I believe. <laughs> no. 
So what it was, was if I were a captain doing a cost-benefit analysis of all the characters, data comes up short. What? He consistently, for what he adds to the crew, he's consistently taking away. He's constantly at the center of so many shenanigans. That it's not worth having him on the ship. I love Data as a character. I think he's hilarious. I think he is an outlet for a lot of neurodivergent people to be able to see themselves on a ship. I'm just saying for me personally, it's like he's constantly breaking breaking the prime directive. He is um, consistently messing with his own program um, without telling people he's messing with his own program. It's like... all this shit is like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna incorporate dreams into my program, and then he just goes around stabbing people. It's like he's a project. Uh, he's Mark? he's a project for. They're like, we. I need didn't to say data fucking sucks or whatever. Mark, said I said. Mark basically said the exact opposite of what we said on the last episode, where it's like, no, data, data is the answer to, to all, everything, all questions. Yeah. just send data. Just send data. Just send He'll data. figure it out. Right, Mark. I, I see what you're saying, and you're basically saying. Saying that data is a a Wesley Crusher, but like nobody smart. recognizes him as a Wesley Crusher. Like he's smart, but he's still like a fourteen year old kid who like gets himself into these situations. Literally, <laughs> the Enterprise was almost destroyed twice because someone said, "Make a holodeck character that can outsmart data." <laughs> That's almost not destroyed. Data's fault, though. But That's it not was Data's fault. But it was still. <laughs> I'm mad that data is solving these holodeck programs. <laughs> That's Make someone fault. smarter. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like not worth it. <laughs> and so well, there's a, there's a reason why they outlaw androids, Mark. I mean, <laughs> he's a precursor to one of my favorite characters on the Orville, Isaac. Um, and I, and we wouldn't have Isaac if we didn't have data. I love data. Data is great. And I'm happy he's on the show. I'm just saying for the, the purpose of if I was in Starfleet, I would struggle if data was, and I was a captain, I would struggle if data was on my crew. I, I just imagine Mark as a captain. And for some reason in my head, they're picking crews. Like they do dodgeball uh, <laughs> on the, and like all the captains are like, I kind of want data and they're sitting there like drafting things and Mark's like, take them. Take like, what? It's like, take him. I don't fucking want him. <laughs> He's going to ruin the fucking ship. I, I don't, I don't have time to sit there and babysit. I don't care how smart he is. <laughs> I don't care if he can fix a radiation leak. Like he's going to put us in all this danger. He <laughs> does be solve a shit ton of problems too. I get that. But I, yeah. I'd say the amount of problems that he solves outweighs his Cost benefit analysis. Yeah. <laughs> he also does a ton of emotional damage. But that, he's the one that guy that woman on the crew. that he dates. That woman that he dates just to find out like what it is like to date, and then he just like wrecks her life. Like, it's like but he's the one guy in the crew that you can throw into any situation and know that he'll be physically fine and repairable. <laughs> Except for he almost killed that whole village of people. That's not. Yeah, but he, he didn't did. die. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> If like if yeah. they we gotta bury throw, him, they gotta throw some guy into an irradiated uh, volcano. Who are they gonna send him? Because he's not gonna get fucked up, you know. 
Yeah, well, his Matrix did kind of fuck up and okay. raised his whole memory, and that's why that whole episode happened. Yeah. Um, okay, right. that was my that was my comments on DataGate because right. <laughs> my comments were taken out of context. Even though Jan said he was going to quote me, he took, took Sorry, it out Mark, of context. I I think I just heard and I quote. Uh, Data's the worst character. That's all that I Star heard. Trek. Yeah, really, personally. You can have him on your ships. He's not coming on my ship. It's fine with me. Fine with me. Um, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. This week we did a DS9 episode in our run-up to uh, Picard season three airing. Uh, all the other episodes are obviously TNG, but because Worf's character the last time we see him before Picard is in DS9, Mark lobbied and successfully lobbied to watch a DS9 episode for Worf. So this is Worf's episode in our lead up to Mark, Even though it's, it's Picard. It's kind true. of a Cisco episode, but it's true that you yeah. believe that Worf is the worst character on Star Trek. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I uh Mark, I'd like a comment on this. Um, <laughs> It's actually my husband's least favorite. My husband hates Worf okay, so much. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, this is a Cisco episode, but this is like uh, the holodeck is for Worf. Yeah, it's Worf's So we get holodeck. to see Worf. Um, I'd say this is a 50-50 Worf and Cisco episode. That's true. I, I wouldn't yeah. necessarily put Worf in the B-plot category. I, I'd say that they're co-stars. It's also a bit of a Kira episode, too. I'd say Kira is probably the, the B-plot in this yeah. situation. I, yeah. It's definitely like a three, you got your three stories going. It's more modern television than anything that was happening at the time. It's a classic Herald, if you know it. I'm just joking. Oh my God. <laughs> Get out of here, Darius. Get out of here. <laughs> this is like a, a serious Seinfeld episode. <laughs> the, what? This is a serious Seinfeld episode? Uh, just a three character plot line. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Just imagine, just imagine like that theme music coming while uh, Cisco's out in the alleyway, like cleaning clams. I was <laughs> when I was when I was editing last week. Multiple times, I tried to sync up the three of you going, "Oh, oh, 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 oh Riley!" Oh, Riley. But, but you guys did it so many times, I just Auto quit parts. by the end of it. I was just like, "I can't sync this up." You guys just screw you guys up. <laughs> Uh, I like to imagine like a serious version of Seinfeld. You know how they have like the Netflix openings where they have like like models or whatever. Not models, but like uh, little yeah. like uh, fig the, figures the moving new, around. It's the new intro. They like yeah. ma macro lens on everything. And the, oh, yeah, the yeah, song yeah. is like yeah, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, and it's just, boom, like, boom, things, boom, boom, things in Jerry's apartment. <laughs> But yeah. things in Jerry's apartment, like if it's been left out for a week, like yeah, you know, just like sitting, like like milk spilled bum, over on the bum, counter, bum, bum. and like the door screeching open slowly, like uh, the pasta. Jerry. I want to do, I want to do, uh, like they did with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, Bel -Air. real serious version. Do a serious version of Seinfeld. It would be really depressing, I think, because would they'd be so all be depressing. really, really bad people. Wait, they did a serious <laughs> version of Fresh Prince? Yeah. It's called Bel Air. It's on Paramount? Yeah, this guy made a uh, like a fake trailer to a like a dramatic version of French Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Will Smith saw it and was like, "Yeah, that's a great Let's idea. Let's do it." Oh, is it like a like the new Sabrina? <sighs> I haven't seen the new Is the new Sabrina serious? 
it's called like Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch from the nineties. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they basically just took a sick a comedy sitcom and made it just like a a like crazy serious show. There's a oh. show on AMC that I want to... Sorry, we're getting so off topic here. Uh, I've been seeing ads everywhere about a show about witches on AMC, and it looks like fun. Show about witches. I can't What's remember it what it's, it's called. called. Witches? It's called something witches. Hmm. Interesting. Well, AMC knows their shit, so... Do they? They've been doing yeah. well since Breaking Bad. Yeah. Has anyone been watching Left 4 Dead? Not Left 4 Dead. Last the of Last Us? Last of Us? No. Yes. So good. Oh my god. It's so good. That's episode three. Episode three. Episode three is just like everyone's like, oh, we're watching a zombie zombie show. And then you're like, (laughs) oh, I'm watching like this gay epic. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) Like spoilers, uh, kind of, but like it was a bottle episode. I mean it was a Yeah, well they take they they take a character from the game that you just like get very little information about and create like the best episode of television ever. Jesus. (laughs) A bunch of my straight friends were like, do I want a gay relationship? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, is this how you guys live? And I was like, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty much how things are. It's pretty great around here. I was also informed that Station Eleven is a very good show. That's I'm very similar I'm to. I'm a little iffy about Station Eleven. I'm not watching it. I don't know. Okay, well, Station Eleven is the up. one with what's her name? I don't know. <laughs> he, said, he said, "I'll shut up." <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to shut up. Station Eleven, it's good. It's not bad. Oh. Like, it's just I'm not as sold on the it. internet. Like, inf- it's still good. The internet informed me that it was maybe better than Last of Us. Station Eleven, yeah. No. Okay. Well, the, I, I, the <laughs> only one of us has watched both. So <laughs> episode three true. of true. of the Last of Us literally blows all of Station Eleven out of the water. <laughs> wow! From the moment Nick Offerman sat down at the piano and started to sing to yeah. the end of the episode, I think I was crying the entire time. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to watch this in two years. I think I I missed the boat and the hype is too high now. No, you could watch. watch you could watch, you could watch. Just is, that episode. Episode three is a bottle episode. You could watch the whole thing just by itself. Great. And, yeah, and it's like it's like an hour and twenty minutes. It's like a movie. Be included. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 So for any listeners who aren't watching the show, you could literally just watch that episode. You could, um, but I I still think watch the show. The first yeah. episode takes a little bit of time to get through. Uh, it's got a little, it, it's got its issues, but after that, it's fine. The second episode's really great too. Yeah. I found that so. witch show that I wanted to watch. This is the latest is trash it? that I think I'm going to watch. Uh, it's called Mayfair Witches, and it follows a neurosurgeon who discovers she's the unlikely heir to a family of witches. Ooh. Ooh. Does she use fun. her magic to do brain surgery? <laughs> she must contend with a sinister presence that has haunted her family for generations. So, speaking of sinister presences, ooh, the Paul Wraith cult. The Paul Wraith. Well, I was yeah, I was going to say the the uh, the elders. What are they called again? The not the elders. The 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 prophets. Not the prophets. The prophets. Are they the, the prophets? prophets? The Paul Wraiths. Yeah. The Paw Wraiths. Paw Wraiths. Yeah. I thought the... Wait. No, the Prophets, and then the Paw Wraiths are something the different. The Paw Wraiths are the evil ones, right? Yeah. 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 You said Sinister, right? The Prophets are the good ones. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. I mean, depending on how you look at it. 
That's true. If you're you a member of the Paw Wraith cult, you're part the of the Paw Wraith cult. Yeah. That's true. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective. So, um, clean some clams. Oh, boy. Sit, oh, boy. Take a seat. Put on your headphones. Yeah. yeah. And join us on our <laughs> trip to the simulations to be this real much of it is real sir i disengage the safety protocols without them even a holographic bullet can kill it's all a holographic simulation please enter program i was thinking of something a little more intimate program complete you may enter Best one yet. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done one of those before. That was I was ready to get us started. So. I was gonna jump you, just let you just jump into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like I was tripped and pushed, but all right. Um Image in the Sand is what we did this 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 week. Uh DS9 episode uh season seven, episode one. It first aired on September 30th, 1998. Fun fact, that is uh my birthday. Wow. Really? September 30th? Yeah. 1998? So if anybody young. wanted to steal my identity, there you go. Not 1998. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, um, yeah. It's fun. It's a good episode. Yeah. This was right after um, Jadzia was killed. Yes. Darsh, you haven't feelings, seen any of this, man. have you? Oh, that's no. true. No, I'm I'm jumping You're in jumping out, of, in cold. out of context. <laughs> it's great because I got I got to see Jedzia die in the uh, last the previously time on. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her and going, I was like, <laughs> I was like, ooh, <laughs> spicy. Uh, this made me want to watch all of season seven again. I was like, uh, you know, I might just continue watching it. I recently did a full season seven um, watch through, which yeah. is what inspired me to pitch this episode, mm-hmm. and it was so good. Season seven of DS9 is is amazing. I wanted to just keep watching. I was like, damn, I'm hooked again. Yeah. yeah. Get me in this. Um uh yeah, I still haven't gotten this far. My so. my biggest my initial thought was imagine owning a restaurant and not for money, but because you purely love cooking and serving people. Yeah, just imagine <laughs> that. Dealing with people's bullshit all day. Well, Hopefully, people would be nicer. That's true. Because money doesn't exist anymore. And this is like a hometown feel, too. It's like, I feel like people know Cisco's. They know right? Cisco's. It's like, yeah. it's like, let's go to Cisco's, have a good meal, see Cisco, and like. And if anyone's know, a fucking shithead, Cisco can just be like, get the fuck out of here. I don't need your money, you yeah. bitches. Well, and, and <laughs> I love that Cisco goes around and he's like, Menu? What are you talking about? A menu? If you're ordering anything but <laughs> yeah. what I tell you to order, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Dylan, uh, Asaph says, isn't that the point of the menu, the movie? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. This much. is like the yeah. opposite of that restaurant, though. Right. Yeah. No, exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that. Also, uh, Asaph is telling us, Dylan, that uh, Mayfair Witches is based on an Anne Rice series, and it's it's not good. I'm still going to uh, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's I said trash the new trash that I will be watching 
<laughs> said, it is not good. <laughs> it is not good. Uh, <laughs> I will. I it, I love to indulge in things that are bad. It's a specialty of mine. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, this episode is written by Iris Stephen Bear and Hans. Beamler, Beimler, Beamler, Bimler, Boimler, 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 Beimler, Beamler. Um, and it was directed by Les Landau. <clears throat> Les, love Les. Good old Les. Or Got not love Les, Les Landau. But I love Les. You love Les? <laughs> he you loves love Les. Les. No. <laughs> Dylan's loveless. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, I I don't know who did the music. How does Jan find these? Notes? I don't know, man. He, I honestly he, do not know, and it drives me crazy. Like it's supposed to be here, but it's not. <laughs> it should be here. I love that. I love that on Memory Alpha, it's like links and references, and then below it's like starring Avery Brooks as Captain Cisco, and then below it's also starring. It's like on Memory Alpha, Avery Brooks gets his own category of starring and then yep. like everyone below him is like also starring this person it's like oh yeah and there's these people as well image in the sand <laughs> composer is dennis mccarthy denny mac denny mac denny mac denny mac we're having a run of the mac i baby. know switching through different uh <laughs> Different series too. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. Yeah. He really is just fantastic. Um, should we do a little a little roundabout? A little walk around? A little little run around? A little, a little run around, around, a little roundabout. roundabout. Hold on. A runabout? A little we are runabout. in DS9, so we can do a runabout. We can do a runabout. All right. Well I will after I'll get I'll get to this after we do the runabout. Let's do the runabout. Do we have a timer? I have a timer. Thank God. DuckDuckGo has a timer. I don't know about Google anymore. What are we doing? 30, sec- 30 seconds a pop? That's a lot. Sure. That's a lot. 30 seconds but a let's piece? Let's do it. So 15. Do you want to do 15 seconds? 20 seconds? 20 seconds? Okay. 20 seconds. 20 seconds it is. Who wants to go first? Mark, me, Dylan. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. So um, it starts with... Um, everybody is getting back from um, uh, convoy duty, and Worf is like all grumpy. And um, Nog's like, "Oh, I'm I'm glad we're not on the front lines." And Worf's like, "You, we should be on the front lines." Um, and Cisco and and uh, Jake are um, in uh, are at uh, in New Orleans at the Cisco's, and they're cooking. And we find out. Um, uh, oh, and Kira is now the base station captain, and we find out Cisco's trying to find something from the the people, the the beings, um, and uh, the Romulans want to put a moon base basically on one of the moons. Um, and uh, Worf Worf is pissed because uh, Jedzia is not in in Stovokor, so they get another Klingon to come on on board and be like, "Hey, you want to go in battle and get her into Stovokor?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" And then. Uh, um, uh, Cisco finds uh, this lady who he finds out that his mom isn't really his mom, and that's it for me. I think we didn't really do it. The, uh, and we find out that the Romulans have uh, have uh, missiles on the moon. The, mm-hmm. w- the stories were really thick. I they forgot were very how thick. thick the stories are. Th- yes, 
they were very thick. My thought was we could just we could all just take one story. Everyone takes that's a different right. story. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Uh, but like watching it, you don't realize it until you sit there and try to like explain. I couldn't it out remember loud. where we started. Yeah, <laughs> when you try to explain it out loud, you're just like, "This sounds boring as shit." Yeah, but you're watching it and you're like, "Oh, this is really, really, really entertaining. Pretty captivating." <laughs> It's a um, testament to the DS9 storylines. They're great. <laughs> um, I I just want to... I saw this... I'm going to try to post it in the Discord. So uh, this is a, a plug for our Discord. If you're listening, you're not a part of the Discord. Uh, become a part of the Discord. You're but only there getting is, half the story. You're only getting half the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to post it just into the general for now. Uh, no, I'll put it in the DS9 uh, TNG Voyager. Um this is on Memory Alpha, so if you're not on Memory Alpha, go to Memory Alpha. But they released uh, the UK VHS release, two-episode tape, uh, volume 7.1, catalog number VHR4811. Uh, that is the uh, the sleeve for it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> for Image in the Sand and Shadows and Symbols, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I got to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, I, I love Listeners, it. <laughs> you got to stop this podcast right now and go to the Discord. Go and check to Discord it out. and look it up. <laughs> check it out. It really does encompass the episode with the, um, war for the front and then, yeah, <laughs> Cisco and Kira there. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it actually spoils the end of episode two, but it feels, whoa. It feels like one of those covers that they draw for like fan fiction or books that they write after the fact. That's cool. That's what it feels yeah. like. So, from the makers of Next Generation. Um. So, would you watch this episode for the holiday content alone? Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Watching Worf destroy one of Vic's tables. Yeah. Yeah. And then seeing the <laughs> aftermath of him. Yeah. Uh, it was perfect. It's fucking yeah. sick. Dude. And then also the fight scene yeah, yeah. Uh, between. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, fun. that it was, was fun. That was really great. Um, um, yeah. Absolutely. Would watch. Would watch. Mainly for uh, Worf saying, sing the song. <laughs> sing the song. Sing, sing the song. <laughs> uh, Dance clown. Dance clown. <laughs> it is basically what. <laughs> so I am. I'm. I love Worf. Um, I love when he's grumpy. Um, grumpy Worf is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the very beginning when they're like, oh, we're finally back from convoy duty. And and Nog's like, <clears throat> it's better than being on the front lines. And is like, is that why you want to be on the front lines? I mean, is that is that why you joined Starfleet to be safe? And he's like, oh, Worf is being this- a dick <laughs> is like. <laughs> this is pre him. uh having PTSD or is this post him having PTSD? This is before he lost his leg. Okay. I was, for some reason in my head, I was like, damn, Worf's being a fucking piece of shit if he knows <laughs> like that he lost his fucking leg or whatever. <laughs> no, because his way, I mean, not his way. Um, It's only a paper. Oh, no. Is this post? No, no, no. It's only a paper moon is season, I think it's season seven. episode 10. Yeah, it's yeah, episode okay. 10 of season seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wish that it happened before this and Worf was just like, what are you fucking, what are you weak? What are you something? Yeah. <laughs> what are you hurt? <laughs> uh, Worf, yeah. that's just a psycho. 
I um I love that uh Julian Bashir and uh and them are all like trying to figure out a way to help Worf. It's very sweet. I love it. And then Julian being like, oh, I'm I'm going on this thing too. And then fucking uh O'Brien being like, God fucking He's damn like, it. I go. Now I gotta now go. Now I gotta go because like, you're going. <laughs> I was hoping that Quark would be like, You dumb bastards, now I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. spoiler alert for episode two, but he does go. He does go. He does yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he had that like that look and that like vibe yeah, about yeah. him. He's just like, but I love that O'Brien's just like, I don't care that I have kid. I'm going on. This. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah imagine Kiko just like Bashir should have been fuck? like <laughs> Bashir should have been like, thanks, dude. That that means a lot. But like, but like yeah, you, you shouldn't. Kid. Yeah. You, got a kid. you shouldn't go. I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm just a genetically modified human being. You don't have to. Uh, I do want to say that I'd say that for me, the MVP of this episode is Quark. Every single line that he has is fucking just on the money. Every every joke that he has is perfect. So good. Specifically, one of my favorites is uh, it's it's in that scene when they're like, "Oh, how are they gonna?" He needs to win a battle to get to Stovokor. And he's yeah. like, I could let him beat me at Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only yes. if he had to go through a whole Jemadar <laughs> yeah. fleet to get yeah. to you. <laughs> my my favorite was also from that scene, which is, um, how do we know if she even wants to go to wants to go to Stovokor? And then <laughs> she goes, he goes, hordes of Klingons fighting and drinking and belching and singing. And then Julian goes, like sounds here. like here on a Saturday night. And he goes, would you want to spend eternity here? <laughs> The dialogue in that scene is just yes, so, is so incredible. <laughs> the writing in yeah. the show. <laughs> because all their relationships are so well-defined at this point that they right. just like know how to ping off each other. It's it's delightful. <laughs> Would you want to spend a time wanna- here? <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that like. Julian basically like throws it in O'Brien's face. Kind of being like, I knew her way yeah. better than you did, so and it's like you didn't know her like. Okay, I did. well, it's it's all, all right, dude. It's all, with exception <laughs> to O'Brien, it's like the two guys that tried to court her as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> My thing is, the chief worked with her in ops more yeah, than yeah. Julian ever did. Julian was always <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really feel like Chief O'Brien probably knows more about her than both O'Brien, both Bashir and Quark. But Bashir and Quark have this like. We loved we her. We were in love with her. <laughs> so I, we know more. <laughs> imagine like uh imagine your wife dies and you want to go on this road trip to spread her ashes and the two guys who absolutely loved her and in college, didn't yeah and like, didn't win and still love her are like Hey man, can we come with you? I'd be like, no, back the fuck <laughs> no. off. Yeah, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> you psychos. <laughs> but you, you can come. Yeah. Yeah. O'Brien, come the on. The coworker that worked with her the most. Yeah, yeah. you're cool. My old buddy from yeah. my last job. Yeah, you can yeah. come. You two weirdos. Fuck no. That whole that whole scene between uh, O'Brien and uh, Worf being like. Well, Brian just been like, "Hey, let's talk about the old Remember times." Remember Jordy with and, the sword? Yeah, and, and, and Worf being like, "Why would we want to do that?" And O'Brien just being like, "I don't know, man. I'm trying to just get your mind off of something." Yeah. Like, 
talking about Reg and his holodeck, his hollow addiction. Like, my thing is, is like, remember our friend who used to be super addicted to porn? Remember how funny that was? (laughs) Remember when he had that debilitating addiction? Like, hilarious. Remember when he stuck us in the holodeck and we were just like totally stuck there? Oh my god. Oh man. I like how candid he is though. I love that. I agree with you, Darius. That little moment where he's like, I don't know, man, just fucking have a drink with me, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like I'm trying I'm trying to get your mind off of yeah. things. Yeah. Like And then I I wanted to see them get smashed together. I'm kinda of bummed I didn't get to yeah. see them get totally shwasted. Yeah. There's another episode where they him get- and him yeah. and Julian get super. That's super what. It, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that that was this episode, and then I was like, "Wait, no, yeah, yeah. that's a different one." I <laughs> um, uh, I love all of the scenes that take place at Cisco's. I like seeing Cisco's. Like, it's great. I love the family dynamic that they all have. It's like really heartwarming. Have you really all, nice? Have you all watched season three of Lower Decks yet? No. Yeah. Um, because they go to Cisco's restaurant. In season three of Lower Decks, there's a third season uh-huh. already. Yeah. yeah, Jesus, I am. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, Attendee and Rutherford and the gang they go to Cisco's and like have dinner there, and oh. uh, Rutherford is wearing the Jake's like purple, sh- you know, the shirt with the purple yeah. down the side. Yeah. He's like wearing the same shirt and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do love Cisco's restaurant, and I love the. Cisco's like outside, like cleaning clams on the. <laughs> Cisco oh, such sadly a vibe, playing the piano, and like, and then the uh, the the grandpa coming up to Jake and being like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I don't know." He's been sitting at piano for like fucking Seven days. Hours? It's, like, it's like the customers seem to like it. It's like yeah. okay, but he's clearly going through something. They have a problem here. <laughs> Oh my god. Like I half just expected him to be sitting at the piano and just like plucking one Ding. key. Ding. 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 Well, and Avery Brooks can actually I think he can actually play the piano. He's so. a jazz oh, yeah. man. Like doing the yeah. jazz piano. Yeah. He is oh I, I could talk about him forever. He's my favorite captain exclusively oh, yeah. because of his outside persona. Is so yeah, who he is wild. in real life. Yeah. yeah. Just the kookiest guy. Well, my thing is as as honed an actor as he is on screen when you hear him talk in real life he like speaks like a like he's singing like I know. like <laughs> as he like the way he talks is like jazz like that's the way yeah. that he talks i'm like yes. how do you deliver these lines with such precision when in real life it's like but it makes <laughs> it makes sense though because there's certain lines where he says like what does he say and take me out to the hollow suite that's just like uh that's a humdinger or what he's like says some weird shit and you're like yeah that makes sense you got some really you got a weird <laughs> weird uh, voice my favorite scene from the from cisco's restaurant was when he was he was like i need to know and he like shakes his oh dad my God. and the horror on yes. his dad's face <laughs> It's just like <laughs> his dad's eyebrows went completely like 90 degrees vertical <laughs> Oh my god. It's so good. Um I didn't sorry, to go back to Warp for a second. I didn't know that he uh grew up in Russia. Yeah. Is that yeah, something that, was, that we that all nice knew or was that just a little drop that they put in there? I didn't know it. I had no idea. I, I thought it. they were I thought they were from like Ukraine or something. I I knew they were 
Because when the show started, I think when the show started, it was still Soviet Union. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And so, but I thought they were from, I knew they were from Eastern Europe. So they used him as a uh, Soviet Union allegory, basically? No, I just, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it depends on when they introduced specific, him. Introduced yeah. his parents in, the, in TNG. I don't. Well, in this episode, they say him growing up in Russia. Yeah. Um, whether it was the Ukraine or, or Russia, it sounds like the writers needed to be a little bit more consistent. I mean, it was Russia at this point in yeah. in the timeline. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't know that either, uh, but I was like, it makes a lot of sense. He's 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 Checks out. got that like stoicism. So there's ride. this. So. Three things I thought I would come into contact more with in uh, real life based on television shows. <laughs> um, quicksand. Yep. Of course. Always. Everybody. Shark attacks. Yep. And um, people having long lost like siblings and parents and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this is another example of that. Um, Huge him, drop. Him like finding out his mom wasn't his real mom. Huge drop. Right. Right, and, and uh, it felt what? so. I felt so sad for his dad because Cisco has a right to be angry. I understand. Yeah, uh, but that line where he says like, uh, "like I made a mistake." Like sometimes you like make decisions, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're wrong. And this one, I was wrong. And then Cisco goes, "Yeah, Dad, you were fucking wrong." Yeah, you were. And then just like walks away. <laughs> walks. And I was like, Jesus, dude. Oh my god! He was like, "You were so close with your stepmom." And he was, he was like, "What? <laughs> what? Um, what's? It, was it a series or is it someone said like? There's this whole thing about like the 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 moment that you realize that your parents are like human is the moment you realize that they're not perfect, mm -hmm. like that they make mistakes. How long and, has like, Cisco been thinking his dad is a perfect human right. being? <laughs> right, Jesus. Because <laughs> like. You get to a point in your life where you're like, oh man, if this is what my parents were going through when they had me, like, I don't know what I would have done. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wait till Jake finds out that Cisco's like bombed planets and stuff. Like, <laughs> Dad, are you He's fucked. I feel are like Cisco, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Jake figured that one out in the episode where he's caught on, uh, caught in that war hospital and he's like, he just wanted to write a, uh, they get something for writing yeah. and then realizes like how terrible war actually war. is. Right, right. Like, <laughs> oh my God. that's his PTSD moment. My um, <laughs> my girlfriend in high school, um, her mom was adopted, mm -hmm. but they yeah. always knew she was adopted. And then as an adult, she reconnected with her birth family as an adult. Mm -hmm. But that's like uh -huh. the closest thing I've ever come to, like that kind of thing. But sh sh her family always like, she always knew she was adopted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Imagine that's finding that out, man, just like a total bombshell. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. So, and then there's the whole third, um, storyline we haven't even talked about. Which oh, you're is right. Kira and Senator Kretak who Senator Kretak is in, it's like, she's in like at least half of the season. Um, as the as the Romulan liaison, the Romulan. She's yeah. awesome. She's a great character. Big I actually fan. really enjoy her. Yeah, yeah. huge fan. Uh, their whole relationship like, is really cool. I like Kira in this episode. I like how like confident she is now. Basically, she's always been confident, but it's just like to the nth degree. I like, like how less reactionary promoted. she is. 
I like that you can yeah. see her like wanting to be pissed, but also being like, I gotta accept this for what it is and and see it out instead of just being like, right. "Fuck you, you yeah. suck." She's like, "I'm a colonel and now." Then, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that whole scene between her and Odo, and Odo calls her colonel, and then she's like, "Just call me by my name," and then he calls a different person by their name, <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill. He calls, he calls an admiral by his first name. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Bill. Hey, Bill. <laughs> What's Bill's last name? Uh, Ross. Bill Ross. Bill that Ross. sounds like an Admiral, Admiral Ross. Because Admiral Ross Bill is, Ross. he's been with them for, um, since the they lost the station. He was working with Cisco Damn. when the, the Dominion took over the station. But that whole, the, the her whole thing, she just, you know, now is taking in information, doing all that, you know, being very diplomatic. Like, okay, yeah, we can see if you can get a moon fine like i still don't like you but okay like she warms we'll up see what happens. starts warming up to her and then the the whole uh bomb they thing put happens. a bunch of a bunch of torpedoes on yeah them. then they turn away a bunch of vulcans classic <laughs> move. put a bunch of torpedoes on the moon <laughs> that's what what is what you can say he's like classic romulan so predictably treacherous yeah. like, yeah. I forgot also, um, who's the, the Cardassian uh, general or whatever that's with Wayun? Damar. I love him. I've yeah. always loved him. He's the best. Well, he has a huge, I don't want to spoil it for Darius, He's but he has arc. a huge story arc in season seven too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember watching season seven being like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. This guy's great. Let's run through, run through the guest stars since we're talking about sure. them. Jeffrey Combs as Wei Yoon, Casey Biggs as Damar, Barry Jenner as Admiral Ross, J.G. Hertzler as Martok, Megan Cole as Kimra Kretak, uh, Aaron Eisenberg as Nog, um, and then we got James Darren as Vic Fontaine, and Brock Bear. Peters as Joseph Sisko. Good old Vic. This is also the first episode with... Um, Nicole DeBoer as Ezra Dex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is the last line of the episode when she comes in looking so gorgeous. Um, and she says, it's me, Dex. <laughs> and I love that that's where the episode ends. That was very sweet. I thought the episode was going to end when he got shanked. I feel like you, in TV today, they'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. right there. Yeah. When they stabbed. Is Cisco going to die? Yeah. The cliffhanger of him not going, even, yeah, not even shanked. She like slices his stomach open and then stabs him a bunch. I'm like, surprised he lived. <laughs> and then Jake hits him with a sack of potatoes. Yeah, in the back yeah, of his head. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> oh man, I love how little convincing. Uh, Cisco needs to let his family come along on this like slightly dangerous mission. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Where they're like, they're like, hey, um, so we're coming with you. Well, I mean, you're already packed. Pack so, your bags. Okay, yeah, why not? Cool. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? I could use the company. The um, the '90s version of an iPad. I love the '90s version of an iPad. Oh, where let it's me tell. Like, I love that he has three of them. I love that he has three his data pads. <laughs> I love the size of his data pads because I look at those new iPad minis and I'm like, that's about the size of a data pad. That's it. 
<laughs> That's the data pad. They did it. That's it. That's it. I love that in the nineties it was like, look at this data pad. This is a whole book right here. Like, look how small it is. <laughs> yeah, look how yeah. small this whole book is. And now it's like this uh, something this big fits a thousand right. books, like a uh, ten thousand books. Whole fucking <laughs> right. World of knowledge. Right. <laughs> like I love that. He, I love that he has three of them because it obviously implies that like one of them isn't enough like he's got They're to ha- like he's looking th- yeah he's looking through books basically so he's got right. three of those things and he had to go by and the I'm face like, creator also <laughs> could you imagine could you imagine having having to have three ipad you're like one ipad isn't enough i have to have yeah. three i, I just lay can't. them out before me <laughs> what's if i each ipad did one individual thing yeah like this is this is the research <laughs> ipad this is the other ipad <laughs> In the face oh. creator, which face I'm creator. in love with. I, I <laughs> love that there's just a singular device that's made for creating faces. <laughs> I don't think there is. I don't think that's what it's main. I think for. that's I think what it is made for. I think it's mainly made for face creating. <laughs> Did you see it do anything yeah. else? Yeah, no. exactly. No. We don't we don't see the prequel, like the time between this, but like between that. And the face in cre- his dream and the face creator, there's like a series of like three months where he's developing and creating this face creator. Yeah, he's making the face creator. Oh, yeah. I like to imagine he just gets it from the the replica. Hey, can, can you, computer, can you make me one of those face creators? One face creator, please, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't see a replicator inside Cisco's. Okay, all right. Uh, they all don't right. Rep- they don't eat replicated food in Cisco's. It's all. Yeah, Did you see Cisco cleaning those clams? Right. Those was, aren't replicated yeah, clams. He was gone. Also, do they do they? I guess they still eat meat. They still eat like Probably. caught fish and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's farmed in a better Maybe way. Maybe it is. Maybe it is replicated clams. And he you, just. You'd think they, they replicate them clean then. They wouldn't have to. Like, yeah, right? Ha- no, because they got to go through the old process. I'd assume the, the restaurants in a post scarcity society are like, you're getting the fresh stuff. You're getting the official stuff. You're getting That's the official stuff. That's what Quark does. Yeah, exactly. I just don't know how you, I don't know how you can, uh, rectify, rectify whatever the word is, a post scarcity society with having to like, like farm or kill kill or yeah. Maybe it's just cause there's less of it because of there's, uh, because there's replicators, there's like, there's less of that happening. So it's more sustainable. Maybe. I don't know. Um, do we want to jump into the archives or do we have some more stuff we want to? All I want to say is 2301 is a great year for blood wine. It's not as good as 2309. That's 2309 the is the best year. That's the best year. It's the best year. I love the moment where Wei Yun calls out Damar on his drinking. Oh. That stuff looks even, disgusting, dude. Canar, it's it's like syrup. The, syrup what they yeah. used for yeah, it was like yeah. maple syrup. So he would just like drink maple I syrup. I love he was like like really chucking it back too. Yeah. Cause he had well, because you have to get the momentum <laughs> really it, for it yeah. to flow into your mouth. That's awesome. He said, do you even use a cup when I'm not around? Depends. <laughs> well, you is so, such <laughs> a sarcastic a bitch. Asshole. That's a... <laughs> He's like 90% of the gay guys I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Should we go into the archive? 
Accessing Starfleet Archives Deep Space Nine. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hey guys, how's it hey. going? Hey. Oh, sorry. I'm like super sore, a little tired. Why? Why are you sore? Have you been to that new rage room in the Hollow Suites? There's a rage room in the Hollow Suites? Yeah, they they uh, they uh, themed it after uh, Vix. They th- they even got Vic. There's in there a Vix like, themed rage room. I don't. I yeah, think so. I saw I saw uh, Worf coming out of it the other day. So I Which went. Which one in was it? And I was like, Yeah. What's the name of the program? What what Hollow Suite was it? A Hollow Suite Two. That's Vix. Yeah, that's just Vix Hollow Suite. No, it was like a Vic-themed rage room. Like, they got Vic involved, and it's like Vic, like, pretends to be pissed off at you, and, like... Where's Vic's place, then? Did it move? I don't know. No, specifically, we're only supposed to use Vic's Hollow Suite in Hollow Suite 2. We're only yeah. supposed to use the program in Hollow Suite 2. Yeah. What? I, I no, think it's a rage room. Why else would... Why else would Worf just go in there and fucking fuck things up. Well, his wife well, just died. Yeah, his wife just died. Wait, what? Jadzia died? This is why you need to come to staff meetings. You didn't Don't. know? I'm sorry, what? Jadzia's dead? Yeah. We know that you, like, loved her a lot, so we probably assumed that you would have known. Yeah. She's not getting into Stovacore, man. <laughs> I, that's so? probably why Worf was fucking things up. Why are you yeah. going in there to fuck things up? Yeah. Oh, I've just, you know, some PTSD from my veteran days. <sighs> okay. Yeah. When you got your, you when you hurt your leg. When you hurt your leg. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you yeah. have those two canes? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the only way I can get around. Yeah, yeah, these yeah, days. yeah. Sure. No, I got you. Yeah. Well, I think you head. might just be going in there and just fucking Vix, Vix lounge up. Yeah. Now I feel. Now I feel bad. Although he should understand now that you know why I did was he, it, but I feel was bad. he yelling at you or was he just standing there? With yeah, the, he was kicking me out. Yeah, because you were destroying his fucking place. Yeah, that's that's his lounge. It's it's his home. Right. Basically, it is hollow though. He can just re redo it. Yeah, but it's still his place. I mean, yeah. you can't just go <laughs> and just fuck up someone's house, even it's if it can be fixed. Up. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, but it's like fixed easier than Kurt, it's what do you have there in, in your hand? What are, you, what are you messing <laughs> with over there, man? Huh? What are you messing with over there? Oh, I got this cool face creator. You guys ever seen one of these? No. no I can it, make faces. It just looks like a pad. Yeah, but it's a pad. It's made specifically for making faces. <laughs> what? For making faces? <laughs> yeah. Can, like, do, do you, can you put them on things or... No, you just make faces. So, like... Once, so like, hold on. So if I had like a dream and I wanted to try to remember somebody in the yeah. dream, I could make the yeah, face. Yeah, make the face. That's kind of convenient. Can you track down the face that you make afterward? No, it's it's just like for making faces. Them. I don't know why this is so complicated. It just <laughs> makes faces. That's it. Do you guys yeah, want one? I just feel I feel like it's got to do more, right? Why does like, everything have make... to do more these days? I feel like. Everything just has to do this and do that. Why can't I just have a thing that just does one thing? Because that's kind of, it seems kind of creepy. Why would you want to just make someone's face? What's wrong with making faces? I don't understand. You know, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. Like if you're lonely and you want to have like, or you're trying to like 
I don't know, recreate your dead uh, grandfather's face so you can keep it in your room like a bust. Well, you know? No, but you can't put it on anything, can you? No, it you just, just makes make the face faces. The Have you guys ever made a face? You no. don't understand the joy of making faces? But what if I just, like, what if... Like it's art? What like, I, what do you mean? What what, like the joy of making a face? That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have anything. to be art. You know, why can't we just do things to enjoy them? <laughs> but, like, what if... Can you so save it the face. afterward, or does it delete? No, it's all about impermanence. It's it's like an... Have you, ever, you guys ever seen one of those etch-a-sketches? It's like that, but with for faces. Right, so what I'm saying is I make the face... And then I just put it in my Wait, room. If you shake so it, does it go? Does it delete face. if you shake it? There is a shaking function. Yes. Like, will the nose fall off if you shake it? It doesn't fall off. It disappears. It just know, disappears. Obviously, okay. yeah. So, I mean, let me know if you guys want. Can one. I then? Can I then take the face and bring it to the holodeck and like have it on the holodeck? You seat? cannot do <laughs> anything else with it. The face machine makes make, like, the a- face. You're getting you're why getting pretty like upset. You might want to go function. visit that rage room he was I'm talking about. I'm getting upset because I keep telling both of you it just makes faces and you keep misunderstanding that it doesn't go anywhere else and it doesn't do anything else. Do you have to plug it in? Okay, yes, that's a good question. Yes, you do have to plug it in sometimes. What's the battery life on? It's, it? it's good cuz it only makes faces. You get about 24 yeah. hours out of it. What it's happens if you're in the middle of making a face and it dies? Is there like an auto save? Nah, face is gone. What? Yep. Well, he said you can't what? save it. He said there's, yeah. there's a save. I actually, I, I'll let like, you guys know something. I got this from my therapist, and it actually really soothes me. So, what, what is it? What psychological problem is it solving? I, I, we don't need to talk about my psychological problems. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to talk about it, I could tell you about how my parents died in a in a in an accident. But you guys never want to hear about that. So I've I've gone to making faces now. Did Worf go on a mission to make sure that Jedzia could get into Stovacor? Not yet. I feel like. No, not yet. So. No, it wasn't. He just need, destroying Vix. Yeah, he just fucked up. Vicks. I need to be. I need to be involved in that. How do I get my name on that ship? I would talk to Julian. Yeah. Lopec actually left me a note. Where is Lopec? He left me a note. He said something about flying to Earth yeah. and running a restaurant while he was there. What restaurant? Cisco's restaurant. What? Yeah. yeah, Cisco had to go do something, and so uh, Captain Cisco had to go do something, and so his dad reached out to Lopec and asked him to come scrub some clams and run yeah, the restaurant. I heard that he gave him his... Uh, his gumbo recipe, which is pretty wild. Hold on. That's crazy. Lopec yeah. got Cisco's dad's gumbo recipe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. If you're going to run the restaurant, you have to be able to make the yeah. gumbo. I, right? I guess he heard that Lopec loves, like, earth culture, so. It's really cool of him. I just don't understand why you would have a secret gumbo recipe and then not pass it on to your son. Could we use the face maker to replicate the gumbo recipe? Guys? I'm going to just tell you this one more time. It only makes faces. Okay. If I hear you ask if we can do anything else, one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. All right? I'm going to go into that fucking, into, into that guy's place and destroy his room. All right? Okay. Good no. to know. Yeah. Thank you. 
What if I need to okay. make the face plating <laughs> on like a ship? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go fuck up Vix? You guys want to come go fuck up Vix with me? Alright, let's go. <laughs> right now. Well, you guys were just making fun of me. No, but it sounds like fun. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I really want a face maker. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I want a face maker now. Face face maker. Maker. <sighs> okay, let me let me get this uh, thing. Together. While you're pulling that up, want to give a quick. Last week during the episode, news broke about the death of Annie Wershing. It's mm-hmm. R.I.P. to the Borg Queen. Borg Queen. It's really, really sad. Yeah. How old is she? Um, she was only yeah, forty-five. Really? She had cancer. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they announced it in like twenty twenty, so this was the culmination of that. Damn, that's a bummer. Yeah, she did a great job as the Borg Queen in season two of Picard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch season two, but I've heard great things. I watched yeah. half of season two. It, it was is not my favorite season of Star Trek, um, but she was definitely definitely a really really bright spot of that show. She was in Last of Us also. Her and uh, Allison Pill. She was. That's what it says. Tess. What? She was Tess. Yes, so. She Wait, was in Tess the in game. the video game. In the video game. Oh, in yeah, the yeah, video yeah. game. I was like, she was I the voice actress of Tess in the video game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just copying over. The scores from last week. Jan's going to complain about how I did it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> no, didn't Jan say you did it fine? No. Oh. He was like, I don't know what he did. And I was like, what? <laughs> I did exactly <laughs> what you do. <laughs> All right. Dialogue. Mm. Dialogue's a big five. Dialogue's good in this episode, man. I mean, in um, the holodeck when he's yeah. talking, War song. Um, you're a hologram. You're a program to do as I say. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, up. "Sing Play the song, sing the song." <laughs> when he screams, sing. "Sing!" And Vic's like, "Sorry, okay, right. okay, dude." <laughs> you heard the yeah. guy. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "The band is threatening to quit." And Quark goes, "They can't quit. They're holograms." They're holograms. And Vic goes, "They don't know that." <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> The dialogue really is just uh, zipping. It's really zipping this episode. When, he, when Vic is involved, it's going to be good. Yeah. When he comes flying into Worf practicing with the... Uh, with oh, the bat lift. Oh, bat lift. Defend yourself! Imagine like being in a program just by yourself, working out, and somebody just bursts in and is like, Like, what the fuck? And then I don't care how much he threatens me. I'm not singing that song again. If he wants to hear it, let him buy a Sinatra album. Oh, Incredible. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. A data rod. Yeah. A Sinatra yeah. data rod. No, it's Vic. It's an album. He's I buying. It's true. He's yeah. getting uh, vinyls. Vinyls. And eight tracks. Um, yeah. Dylan. Score. Oh, for dialogue. Uh, I'm going to yeah. give it a. I think five is a, is a correct. It's a, it's a really well written. Quinteros. Quinteros. Um, romance. I mean, it's all about his dead wife. How it's romantic? About his dead is wife. It? He's it's pretty romantic. breaking up the place. Yeah, this right. is a. Oh, also going back to dialogue real quick. When um, uh, O'Brien's like, you know, he's Klingon. Klingons deal with 
this like way quicker than normal people. I was like, is that something that we we're supposed to know that Klingons deal with tragedy yeah. like in Grief. a very short amount of time? Yeah, yeah. we know it now. Yeah. Um, no, Romance is pretty high on this one, I feel Well, like. and Jadzia was also a member of Martok's house. And so Martok yeah. literally, it's like he lost his daughter-in-law. So you can tell Martok really cares about her too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. and so him saying like, we're going to give her like a battle enough to get Jadzia to Stovokor. Like he really cares as well. Yeah. That's so sweet of them. Both of them. So I said a four. Yeah, that that's kind of mine as well. I'm gonna go four five, Dylan. Ooh, four five. Is this gonna be a a banger? It, it, it's, a, it's just a good uh, episode. It's a great episode. Action. I mean, there's some good action. What? Defend yourself. Defend yourself. Defend yourself. And he destroys that Smash fucking place. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. This this Hot. this episode may have been made for the Drask system. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're coming up on some some good <laughs> ones. Um, I'm gonna give this one yeah. a four five. Same. Four, I five. also said a four five. Uh, I'm gonna say four. Uh, four five. Yeah, the fight and the damage and the f- um, the destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suspense. I think this is where it's gonna get. Suspense hit is a little lower because initially it's. Why is Worf freaking the fuck out? Yeah. And then how are Martok and Worf going to get Jadzia to Stovokor, which is then answered in episode two? Um, right. But I don't see that suspense. I know they're going to go on a, like a ship and a run, and they basically like kind of answer that with um, O'Brien being like, you know, a whole fleet got destroyed. Like, do you think one ship's going to do something, you know? I mean, I know that wasn't in the holodeck, but I didn't feel very high in the suspense. suspense. I said a one. I didn't think it was super suspenseful. I just said a one. There is some suspense as to why, like, why is this song triggering him? Like, why is he freaking out? Right. I'm going to go to the zero. Dylan? It it felt pretty obvious for me. Zero. Yeah. Point five. Uh, camp. Damn. I mean, the camp you're of... In Vicks. The camp, you're in Vicks? You're in Vicks. I don't know if that's super campy, though. It wasn't super campy, the camp honestly. of Martok come flying yeah, into the... Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, the <laughs> uh, I, it, most of the stuff in Vicks actually was less campy than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the yeah. dialogue to me was... It was actually kind of The dialogue sad. to me was campy. Yeah. Something's making this man go cuckoo. That's, yeah, that's just Vic. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's Vic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, like a three. I think is accurate. Three, uh, three five. Okay, three five. Uh, two. Oh, and stakes. Um, his, I, I guess his, the emotional stakes are pretty high. The stakes. I mean, the stakes are high because it's. Is she going to get into still? I mean, it's basically, is she getting into heaven? I mean, as someone who has an evangelical mother Mm -hmm. who is worried about her gay son getting into heaven, uh, the emotional stakes for my mom are at a 10 every single day about my salvation. Very high. Um, So I think the emotional stakes for Worf are extremely high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
You have yeah. to go win a battle. Um, yeah. To get into heaven. <laughs> yeah. My husband's magic no, genitals are keeping me out of <laughs> the stakes. The stakes for Vic are high too. It's yeah, it's, like, there's destroying his destroying his restaurant. That's yeah. true. People are not going <laughs> to be happy thing. about like, that. The band's going to quit. <laughs> <Right>. Like what? <laughs> so, um, I think the stakes are up there. Like probably a four point five for me. I'm going to say a five. I was going to say a five too. Five. Five. Only reason I'm saying four point five is like someone already died, but nobody has died. <laughs> Okay. Vic can't die, so <laughs> yeah, he can be killed by Worf. <laughs> um, all right, computer, what's the final score? Calculating three point six one. Ooh. Like, if it wasn't for the suspense in the camp, this would have been like an all timer. An yeah. all timer. Um. The last time we had something this high it was probably Nog. Yeah. Uh, was actually Ghost in the Machine. Oh, that was the the last one that we did, wasn't it? No, we did Diana, oh, okay. and we did another TNG in between that one. But the last, the yeah. last Prodigy, we did. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine got like a three point six four. So damn. Um, and then yeah. This, this is a this it's is a, a great, great episode. Go watch part two. Yes. Part two is yeah it resolves all three storylines and it's so good. It's a good two parter, real yeah. classic one. Lodare's not going to listen to this episode. I'm guessing because they're making their uh, rewatch through DS9 yep. and is waiting until every uh, they get to the episode. Dylan, do a so. full season seven. Watch I might. It's I might. So yeah. good. I might instead of watching. Uh, that witch show, <laughs> the, the, the witches, <laughs> mid mid the witch show. What is it? Midsummer <laughs> witches, mid yeah, mid something witches. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch that too. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, the best thing you can do is uh tell somebody else about this podcast. Yes. But if you're not subscribed, then subscribe, and then uh, uh apparently a written review is the best thing mm-hmm. you can do. Outside of that. So next week we're gonna be watching the big goodbye Ooh. as our final episode before the season premiere of Picard Woo-hoo! season three, which we're all very excited about. Very excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I probably won't watch that right when it comes out. Um I probably will. <laughs> I will. Probably. Uh if you really um, love us. If you really like us, you want to keep supporting the pod, you can donate some money to our coffee, which helps keep the lights on. We are totally listener funded. Uh, so that would be great. Thank you. Yeah. We are a part of an amazing podcast network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Check out some of their other programming. Mm-hmm. Mm. They have a website. They have a Discord. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Just it's go check them out. They they got all their stuff. Um, intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission permission from the Midwest Collective. The computer voice was yeah, provided by Verona Blue. That is a tongue twister. Always doing it for three years. Always. And it's very hard. Um, we're on social media. Go check us out. Uh, we don't do a lot right now, but. <laughs> 
Follow us for we the future. We do have a Twitter. We do have an Instagram. Our Discord is active. Yeah, our <laughs> Discord, active honestly, our Discord is the most active place if you want to hang out yeah. uh, and chat with us. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Thanks oh, for Oh, as always, CBS Viacom, Paramount Global. Uh, we're a fan podcast. Please leave us alone. We're just having a good time. Um, your services have gotten better. I'm not going to lie. but They didn't have a skip intro on not. this episode, though. They don't on the premiere, but it, I've been watching hopping around other seasons, season four, season three. Those have had them. I guess they haven't gotten okay. to that. But not on the premiere yet. episodes of the of the various seasons, but the rest of the season has has the skip intro on this one. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. Why? I don't Maybe know. it's because uh, of the like last time on, it fucks with the algorithm. Maybe. Maybe. But that's, Netflix has figured that out. I don't know, out. Darius. <laughs> I don't know. Like other places has figured that out. It's skip the recap and then skip the Maybe intro. It's proprietary. Like people uh, have figured this out. Proprietary knowledge that Paramount Global doesn't have. Maybe it's a maybe it's a rights thing. Like maybe they want to make sure that like the con- the composer gets you know and like all that stuff gets at least one in per that season. That sounds you know way too generous for a company like that. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah. But You're I, right. I, I You're feel right. you. fair. Fair. We're excited for Showtime, though. Give us Showtime, baby. I want to watch Yellow Jackets (laughs) season two. (laughs) Give us Showtime, baby. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Happy birthday, um, Happy birthday, on And program. You spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. For a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.